0: Hi and welcome to another episode of Pasha. My name is Gottfried Boafu. Thank you for joining us. Today's episode of Pasha is based on an interview that came off the back of a BBC Africa Eye investigation into the sale of fake COVID-19 drugs in West Africa, especially Ghana and Nigeria. To discuss this, we have Dr. Uraola Akande Sholabi, a lecturer at the Faculty of Pharmacy at the University of Ibadan in Nigeria, to pose questions to Anas Aremiyawa Nas a Ghanaian investigative journalist behind the documentary on fake drugs. They start by discussing the issue of fake drugs in West
1: Africa. So my first question will be what lessons do you draw personally from the outcome of your investigations into the fake COVID drugs and the peddlers?
2: The lessons for me are pretty clear. First, on the criminals, that some people have different mindsets that even in the face of the lockdown and problems they would always take their an advantage of milking poor, and making sure that they've got they do things that would enrich their pockets but nothing more another lesson that comes clear is the inadequacies of our monitoring and regulatory institutions. And that is clear not only from the Ghanaian perspective, but also from the Nigerian perspective. Because we know that if civil society do not make reports to organizations and regulators, they would never know. Even in the poverty and problems that confront our regulators and their decision or sometimes their indecisions to act or not to act, I think that the onus lies on us as civil society to alert everybody about fake medicines so that even if the regulator is not up to task, my mother, my grandmother, my, my family in the village would all learn that, look, let us take steps. Let us ensure that we don't take in such fake medicines. The fact that fake medicine kills over 100 million people and it's something to worry about and to note that this can happen in every sector and with every disease that comes across.
0: But the issue of fake drugs is not necessarily new, as we're about to find out.
1: And then the next question I have for you is, even though um, before we had the COVID-19 pandemic, The fake drugs have been an issue in Nigeria, in Ghana and across West Africa generally. Why is this particularly different? Why are you interested in this?
2: Well, this is different because the world is facing a pandemic, a pandemic that is new to everybody, a pandemic claiming life every day. Everybody is busy thinking of ventilators, thinking of how to keep people alive. The death rate, Increasing every single day, so in this kind of atmosphere where we ourselves, as journalists, as civil society, are under some form of panic, it is unlikely, and then for people to start thinking that criminals would operate. If you study the criminal underworld, this is when they really make money. When you look at uh, the money that the Abdallah brothers were making, we're talking about $25,000 for 100 bottles of of uh, COVID cure, we are talking about people taking advantage of the vulnerabilities in society. People taking advantage of the panic because you have nowhere to run to. You go to a hospital, you don't know the cure. Traditional medicine is coming with medicines that you don't understand. No proper testing is being done anywhere. People are dying left, right, and center. That, I felt, was worry, And that if there was any good time to chase the criminals, This was it because this was the time that you will find educated people willfully walking into this landmine because they have no places to go, they have nothing to turn to. So you keep believing in anything that you hear because there is simply no chance.
1: And then the next question would be, so what are the factors you think are promoting the practice of fake drugs peddling in the region?
2: Our investigation you realize that the abdallah brothers had faked the fda numbers and had placed those numbers on the labels knowing very well that their market was a captive market their market was a gullible market their market where people who don't who won't reason and would definitely want to gulp this thing down their throat don't forget that when we did the testing of all this medicines that we seized. The, the result was dumb. It was clear that it was not good for human consumption, it contained high level of yeast and mold and then contained a very dangerous substance called, called phosphine. So these people clearly are vulnerable. People take advantage of sex situations and then push. So poverty and illiteracy.
0: ANAS believes a lack of strength and the lack of capacity from regulatory organizations is a big factor. These organizations struggle to reach all villages and remote parts of the country, so people take advantage, knowing they won't be found. The inability to arrest these criminals means they will always do what they are doing. Economies are crumbling. Look at Ghana, South Africa, and Nigeria, for example. Many jobs are being lost. But the difficulty lies in making a decision on the importance of human lives and economies.
2: You have to make a decision whether human lives are important to us or the economics of it are important. There is some time that you just have to say that, no, let the right thing prevail. Forget about all the financial attractions and the problems it's causing. Let's just say for once that, as a continent, we will stand for our people. Whereas you can make money in the future, you can never make a human life.
0: Now we move on to tackling this problem.
1: How do you think this challenge of fake drugs can be tackled?
2: Well, I think that it must be a multidisciplinary approach. It shouldn't be by only regulators. It shouldn't be by only journalists. It should be about civil society. It should be about me and you, our brothers. Everybody keeping their eyes open and watching on the market. People becoming more inquisitive. People asking more questions in the society about what drug people are making available. Uh, The religious people are taking advantage. You saw the Nigerian pastor. Uh, The herbalists are taking advantage. Look, I'm a strong believer of herbal medicine. But I won't take any herbal medicine that has not been tested. But we ought to be careful. We may just be consuming poison because somebody claims he's a herbalist. Whereas I support herbalist 100% and support pastors I would entreat civil society that whatever they choose to bring across to society, we must subject it to scientific tests. And if this test proves that it's workable, then we can gulp it into our system.
0: Fake drugs seem to be a real problem in parts of West Africa, as opportunists look to capitalize on the COVID-19 situation. Thanks for tuning into this episode, produced by Dejuwon Shoyinka and Uzair Patel. From me, Godfrey Boafo. Bye for now.